What up? This is Anthony Shelton. It is March 29th, 2022. And as we suspected from various reports around the internet, Sony was supposed to announce their subscription service and they did it today. I didn't expect it to be today, but they did it today. So we got the rest of the week to ponder on this and think about it and discuss it all over the internet. So here are the details. It will still be called PlayStation Plus. The name is not changing. However, it does come with three tiers. All the three tiers are PlayStation Plus Essential, PlayStation Plus Extra, and PlayStation Plus Premium. Here's the basic breakdown of each of those. PlayStation Essential is what you know PlayStation Plus as right now. It comes with access to multiplayer, two free games a month, no price change, all right? So it's, it's what you know, discounts, all that stuff. Whatever play, cloud saves. There you go, that was the other thing. That's what it comes with right now. PlayStation Plus Extra includes everything from PlayStation Plus Essential, and then includes around 400 games from PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 that you can download, which includes also first and third party games associated with PlayStation. We don't know what that list looks like yet. We don't know what that list is, but it will cost $15 a month, $40 quarterly, and $100 per year, depending on what you want to go with. And then there's PlayStation Plus Premium. That includes everything from the previous tiers. Plus adds retro games, which is about 340 titles ranging from PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, and the PSP era. These games can be streamed or downloaded. However, only the PlayStation 3 games can be streamed. That's it. You can only stream those. And then at the premium tier, streaming is also enabled through PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, and PC. You could also get some, lim- some time-limited trials. Uh, so you, if you think about you know, whatever goes on on EA Access, where they allow you to play you know, Madden or NHL, whatever, a little early, that's, it sounds like that's pretty much the same thing. PlayStation Plus Premium will cost $18 a month, $50 quarterly, and $120 a year. Those are your options. Now, just to compare, because I know some of you are thinking about it, Xbox Game Pass, their options are you could, play, you could pay $10 for console or you could pay $10 for PC. You only have access to those respective platforms with those $10. Or you could buy Game Pass Ultimate, which gives you access to PC and console libraries available for $15 a month. Ultimate comes with game saves on all platforms. So if you're playing like Minecraft Dungeons or Halo Infinite, your save that you're playing on your Xbox console can transfer over to your PC. Comes with day one games, and then new games to play every month, as well as streaming and downloading of all available titles on Game Pass. So those are the major differences. And my immediate takeaway is, PlayStation Plus, the subscription service, is absolutely not competing with Game Pass. This is not a competitor to Game Pass. If you think that this is a competitor to Game Pass, you're looking at this from the simple fact that they are both subscription services and they offer games. These two things couldn't be different in their audience reach or what they're actually trying to accomplish. 
if you look at what Game Pass is doing, they have day one games. They want people to subscribe because they're like, hey, we want you to be on this platform. We want to get as many people on this platform as possible. So we got day one games. We got lots of third party titles. And we got a rotating list of games. But if you look at what PlayStation Plus, the subscription service is doing, it's pretty stagnant. And that's not a bad thing, but that's the reality of the situation. There's no day one games from PlayStation. Yes, there will not be any day one games associated with any of the subscription tiers. They're not going to do that. They have third-party titles available, but I imagine that's going to be stuff like Final Fantasy. Stuff that you associate with PlayStation, but not necessarily PlayStation exclusive. And you know what? Even if they do add other third-party titles, that's cool. They don't and won't have as many as Game Pass. (laughs) Sony's wallet doesn't go as far as Microsoft. So the value you get from PlayStation Plus, as we, as we understand it now, essential, you're still going to get that because you're going to get two free games. And for the most part, those games are usually very good. If you compare it to uh, games with gold on Microsoft, yeah, what PlayStation Plus does blows that out of the water. The problem is, is that now Game Pass does that on a much bigger scale than PlayStation Plus, and they're not even doing that for PlayStation Plus Extra or Premium. So what they're doing, what Sony is doing, is they are trying to attract more Sony people to buy in to the PlayStation ecosystem. So if you don't subscribe to PlayStation Plus right now, maybe you'll do it with these added tiers and Sony would, uh, would benefit from the upsell. In my case, the only way I see Game Pass and PlayStation Plus, the subscription service, competing against each other is if you own a PlayStation console and an Xbox console and you have to choose between which subscription service you're willing to pay for. And in the case of the PlayStation Plus subscription service, I would pay for it because I want access to those retro games. Most of the PlayStation library I have not been able to play because I didn't have the money to afford multiple consoles for most of my life. So I missed out on most PlayStation offerings up until the PlayStation 4. And even then, I still didn't play as many PlayStation 4 games as I would have liked. So there's a lot of backwards compatible games that I am interested in. And if you are interested in that as a Sony fan or as a Sony console owner, well, then there you go. But that doesn't necessarily mean you are going to abandon the idea that you would like to play day one third party games or day one first party games on Game Pass. That's exactly what Microsoft is trying to do. Microsoft is trying to get Sony fans, Sony consumers to buy into Game Pass. Sony is trying to take those who already are in their ecosystem and either pay more or get involved with this subscription service. They're basically trying to add more value to being a PlayStation owner. And so they're going, look, you have PlayStation. You guys have been wanting backwards compatibility. This is our solution. I've heard that PlayStation 5 can do the proper emulation for 
past PlayStation consoles. I don't know if that's true. If that is true, I guess you could have a problem with that. But, I mean, to be fair, <laughs> do you want the Nintendo route of continually reselling their stuff? Or do you want the subscription route? That's up to you. But that's basically what Sony is banking the subscription service on. That you will be willing to pay month by month to enjoy the full breath. Almost, or at least the near full breath of what PlayStation has offered in its history and in some ways currently. Now you think about the price. The price is actually really interesting because if we look at the best version of this, PlayStation Plus Premium, that is $18 a month. That's $3 more than Game Pass Ultimate. Doesn't come with day one games. So the library is static for the most part until Sony decides to either add more games to it or maybe they invest in more third parties being added in. But then on top of that, you're not getting new games to play over time as we see it right now. Maybe that could change, but as we see it right now, that's not what you're getting. You could definitely complain about the idea that Game Pass puts games on the platform and then rotates them out. But that's certainly what Netflix does. We've seen that. So it's not, it's not this weird thing. But what Xbox is saying is, you, you guys can play these games. We got these games for as long as our contract has them. And then you can play something else. With Sony, you are paying every month for the same thing. And so you're either paying $18 per month, or you're going to pay $120 a year. Now, Game Pass Ultimate is $15 a month. There is no yearly option. Straight up $15 a month. So Sony is banking on you're going to pay for 100, you're going to pay for the yearly. Now, Jim Ryan has mentioned that most of the customers who are on PlayStation tend to buy PlayStation Plus on a yearly basis. But this is different because this is $120 up front. But that's exactly the point. Would you rather pay $18 a month? Which that amounts to $216 a year? Or would you just rather pay $120 a year? So Jim Ryan has admitted that this premium tier is not for everyone, everybody. However, it genuinely offers the best version of it, uh, unless you are not interested in the retro stuff. For me, I'm interested in the retro stuff because there's so many games that I missed out on, and as one who wants to know the PlayStation catalog in a more intimate way, I certainly kept up with these games during the years, the reviews and magazines and news articles and Let's Plays and all that stuff but I have not been able to put my hands on them myself. So this would be the best version. And yes, I'm going to pay the $120 a year. In fact, it's paying $18 a month. That seems too expensive. So I, I'm actually kind of shocked they did just match the Game Pass Ultimate price at $15 because either way, you're at least saving $30 buying it 
yearly versus, you know, paying $30 more if you were to pay for it by month. Because paying $18 per month, I don't know if that's worth it. Like on that level, for one month, I get access to retro games ranging from PS1 to PSP. PS3, I can only stream. We don't know how good the streaming service will be. And if Sony partnering with Microsoft on the cloud service is part of this, okay, then I think I can trust the streaming service a little bit more because I have used Game Pass streaming and it works. At least, at least I, I can't say if it works for fighting games online or anything like that, but I've certainly played some games and it works well enough to, to the point where I'm not annoyed by it. So let's assume it does work. You got PS3 streamed only, and then you can stream through PS4, PS5, PC. So that's cool. And of course, you could download these games. And then it comes with everything else before discounts, first and third party games to play, limited trials. That's a little less than what Game Pass Ultimate offers for $3 less. Uh, I don't like the way the monthly is priced at because there are some times when I was first getting into Game Pass where I couldn't use it, where I, I, I couldn't afford it for a year. Even though you can't pay yearly, I know like thinking into the future, I'm like, Frank, I can't afford $180 a year. I could pay for one month though. I could pay $15 for this month. But to pay 18? Ooh. That just feels like a lot for for old stuff with some new stuff and the ability to stream it or download it. Meanwhile, Game Pass offers new stuff. Maybe you find the value in that. That's fine. I'm struggling with the value monthly. $120 a year though? I can I can rock with that. I can rock with that. $30, uh, $60, excuse me, $60 less than Game Pass Ultimate for all that. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. Totally fine with that. So is that extra or premium too expensive? I think monthly, both of them are too expensive. I feel, I feel like extra is actually too expensive even yearly because it's only $20 less than premium. So clearly, Sony really wants you to buy premium, but yeah, I, I think 80 a year would be better to me for extra to me that that's too expensive now i've been seeing around that people find the subscription service underwhelming and i think it's underwhelming if you are comparing it to game pass and i don't know if these are xbox people commenting on the idea of the playstation plus or if this is sony people or people who are in the middle or even nintendo people but i don't i think it i think it's fine for what Sony is trying to do. And Sony is trying to appeal to PlayStation fans. Game Pass and Microsoft and Xbox, they're trying to appeal to everybody. The broad base, the, the, the kind of gamers, the hardcore gamers, the casual gamers. That's who Microsoft is trying to get with Game Pass. They're trying to get everybody to play any game anywhere. Sony, they're like, nah. You like PlayStation? Play PlayStation stuff. That's what you get with us. It's no different than what Nintendo is doing with the expansion pack. Like if, you think about, if you think about the expansion pack, that's what the PlayStation Plus subscription service is, except way better. 
And the expansion pack tries to put on the guys like, hey, every month you get a new game. But it's like we already know what those games are. So it's not like we don't have the games with the expansion pack. You just haven't put them on there yet because you want to make it look like it's a new game you get to play like Game Pass. Nah, it's, it's a static list just as much as this PlayStation subscription service has a static list. And I'm fine with the static list because Sony is not trying to compete with Game Pass. If they were, then yes, they would probably have the day one games. They would probably have a rotating list of games monthly. But that's not what they're trying to do. They're trying to give you a set amount of games that you can play for a year or for a month. And that's even more reason why I feel like the yearly subscriptions are better because you just pay for it, you're done with it, and you can engage with it as much as you want per month. Nah, quarterly, it may be a little better, but because the list isn't new, there's no incentive to continue a monthly subscription. If you really want to get into that stuff, nah, just, just buy the yearly. Don't think about it any more than you need to. So on that front, no, I don't think it's underwhelming. I don't think it's too expensive except for the extra yearly tier and the, all the monthly tiers. It minus PlayStation plus essential. Now, should Sony put their exclusives day one on the service? This is the big talking point because this is one of the biggest selling points of Game Pass. And I think Microsoft took a little jab at Sony and said, we got games day one on our service. And <laughs> again, that's not what Sony is trying to do. But what's interesting is what Jim Ryan had to say on a gamesindustry.biz interview. This is what he had to say. Quote, we feel like we are in a good virtuous cycle with the studios. This is what CEO Jim Ryan said. Where the investment delivers success which enables yet more investment, which delivers yet more success. We like that cycle, and we think our gamers like that cycle. I'm going to keep going with this. In terms of putting our own games into this service, or any of our services, upon their release, as you well know, this is not a road that we've gone down in the past, and it's not a road that we're going to go down with this new service. We feel... If we were to do that with the games that we make at PlayStation Studios, that virtuous cycle will be broken. The level of investment that we need to make in our studios would not be possible, and we think the knock-on effect on the quality of the games that we make would not be something that gamers want. End quote. You know what that says to me? Our games generate hype, and we love the sales hype. <laughs> that generate money for us. That's what that sounds like to me. How are you going to call this a virtuous cycle? You know what virtuous means? Virtuous means conforming to moral and ethical principles. Morally excellent. Upright. Chaste. If you want to go to the thesaurus, other words for virtuous, you know, honest, honorable, noble, principled, righteous, wholesome blameless, celibate, chaste, you know, clean living. Like these are things that are supposed to indicate, you know, 
cleanliness. Goodness. Like, no, like, that's not what this is at all. PlayStation is taking advantage of the fan hype. He's over here trying to call it virtuous. This is not virtuous. This is business. You are here for the money, and the money speaks. When PlayStation puts out a hot exclusive, and they start showing it off, it generates hype. And for good reason. Because they turn out to be good games most of the time. Horizon Forbidden West. Great example. You know how much hype that generated? And guess what? It sold like hotcakes. That's what PlayStation tries to do. And if they get rid of that, it's going to mess up their current business model. Their current business model is not to sell a subscription service. That's what Game Passes and Xbox. That's their model. PlayStation is trying to sell consoles. And they do it through banging exclusives. That's what they do. And so if they start putting their exclusives on the PlayStation Plus subscription service, day one, it's less reason to buy a console. Because if you got PlayStation Plus premium you can also stream through pc they don't want they don't want people to do that you can also stream through playstation 4 they don't want people to do that they want people to upgrade to playstation 5 doesn't matter when they do it that's what they want people to do it's the same reason why they will not put their exclusives day one on pc they don't want people to play on pc they want people to play on the latest hardware if they can afford it. And if they can't afford it, cool. Wait for a sale. Do whatever you got to do. At some point, these games are going to be 100% exclusive to the PlayStation 5. And that is what they want people to buy. That is their business model. It's very traditional. They don't want people to spend their money on just the subscription service. And so, yes, it absolutely does. Jim Ryan's not lying here. He's just overstating it by calling it virtuous. But he doesn't want that model to be messed up with the subscription service. What he's trying to do is buy a PlayStation 5, enjoy our wonderful exclusives at close to $60 as possible before it starts going on sale and all that. And then, hey, how about investing in PlayStation Plus? And we got three tiers you can enjoy. So should they do it? I don't know. You answer that question. I'm not, I'm not, the, I'm not the PlayStation guy here. I, I, I don't think they need to. I don't. I don't think anybody benefits from being able to, to do that. Well, okay. I think you would benefit maybe in some ways, depending on how many games you play per year. Uh, and that also depends on how many Sony releases per year. So I guess in that regard, yeah, you could save, you could save some money. If you've already paid $120 a year and Sony releases their games day one on the service, uh, you're not paying $60 for that particular game. You've paid for the subscription service. So then Sony is not gaining the money that they want to gain by people buying, buying <laughs> their titles, their exclusives. So do you want to support Sony in that way if you're a PlayStation person or are you just out here to save money? So to me, I mean, yeah, would I like it to be on the service? Sure, that would be a benefit. But I guarantee you they would up the subscription price. 
how else are they going to get their money? Microsoft has a different plan. They have a different model. And part of that is they got a bigger wallet to be able to do it. Sony doesn't. If Sony had it, maybe they would consider it. But that's not the business model they've started with the PlayStation 5. But overall, I, I'm in. I don't have a PlayStation 5 yet. And when I get one, yeah, I will probably try to invest in this service if I got the money, if I, if I am able to. I want to, I want to get into this. There's so many retro games that I, that I want to play. I think, it, I think it's a valuable service to somebody like me. It might not be valuable to you, and that's fine. And I, I, I think there's enough reason to suggest that maybe it's not the most valuable service, but I don't think it is valueless. I don't think it is underwhelming. I think it is meant for people who want to, to pay into it. I already, I, I mean, I stopped playing, paying for PlayStation Plus because I, I haven't been playing on my PlayStation 4 lately because I just don't want to deal with that slow thing. But yes, this, yeah, I'm in, I'm in it. I will happily pay a, a fee. And by the way, Black Friday, you get, that, you get them deals. So you probably won't even pay $120 a year. Keep that in mind. There's, there's all kinds of deals you can get. I think, I think it's a good service. Now at this point, shoot, I got, I, we're waiting for Nintendo to do something better with their stuff. I would certainly do this. I would, I would buy into something like this if Nintendo did it because, you know, their back catalog is decades. It is big. So, yeah, I'm down. I'm absolutely down. All right, what do you think? Do you think the subscription service is underwhelming? Do you think PlayStation Plus extra or premium is too expensive? Do you think Sony should put their exclusives on the platform day one? Tell me what you think. You can hit me up at I am a Shelton on Twitter. I'm looking at my Twitter all the time for the most part, trying to see what's, what's new, what people are saying. Would happily reply to your comments. We'll see what happens for the rest of the week. I will be back tomorrow with something. We'll see what the news brings to us. I'll talk to you later.